Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block. He's Strick here with Austin Norman munching on a few popcorn. Um, yeah, they're really good. Um, trying to get this weight right, man. I've been working out while I was here. I'm going to come back nice and stocked and, and strong, my guy. I might take you to the hoop one time. Straight, so straight, I don't care what shape you're in, you're taking me to the hoop. You're, you're a bigger <laughs> body. Just just regardless, you're taking me to the hoop. I, I'm not stepping in, taking a charge. My best hope is to kind of pull the chair out from underneath you. But I, I respect yeah. you, I appreciate you, and I'm not going to do that to you. I appreciate you as my friend. And we also appreciate Brian Munson, who's going to be joining us on the Honda Lincoln hotline coming in, give us some of the details and breakdowns on uh, what's going on with uh, Husker sports, especially with the transfer of AJ Allen, how that affects the team. Does it affect the team? What's his thoughts on those things as well as um, the new addition. And I'm not talking about the singing group, but the new addition <laughs> to the uh, uh, Husker basketball team and Aaron. So listen, yeah. Brian, thanks for joining us today, my friend. Hey guys, how how you doing? Doing wonderful, Great. doing wonderful. A lot of stuff going on. Obviously, you know we've got it's it's hot topics out there. Baseball is just getting in the swing of things. No pun intended. Um, uh, you know they they've got USFL and XFL popping off, all that stuff, and you got uh, UFC. I mean, you, there's just all types of stuff that's going on. Big weekend coming up for UFC too. Get your eyes ready for that with. Um, Henry Cejudo coming back, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Brian, I want to talk about uh, A.J. Allen, man. What's your thoughts about that? What's the impact on that in that running back room? And why, why do you think the trigger was pulled and and uh, what's some of the feedback you're hearing? Um, Yeah, pretty, pretty crushing loss. I, I would put A.J. ahead of uh, – I put A.J. ahead of Casey Thompson – but still behind Hausman um, in terms of like I would say the the impact to the team, the impact to the squad. I, I thought Hausman was a was a shooting star. I think what we'd seen from AJ Allen was promising. I thought Casey Thompson had uh, had to do what he had to do last year to to get Nebraska to, to be successful enough to win four games. I mean, he basically went out. He and Trey Palmer basically went out and won, you know, against Iowa in the last game of the season. Um, but, you know, you bring in Sims and you've got a new offense now that's going to kind of feature that X factor with running, you know. And, and I'm and while I think Casey's got some athleticism, I'm just not sure that that's his bag. And, and, and I totally understand it. I totally get it. Like, go do you. Go, go find a place to go be successful because here's the underlying facts on, on, on Casey. Um, he's not had a great deal of success. It's followed him around from place to place. He, he didn't come to Nebraska and all of a sudden be successful. He wasn't really successful in Austin. He had, he played a pretty good half of football or more against Texas or against Oklahoma, excuse me. Um, but it really didn't come out to like a, a whole bunch of wins. He didn't really win a whole lot in high school. So he's, he's got a kind of, He's got a Will Levis kind of thing hanging around him right now. He he has to go show pro scouts 
that he elevates the people around him and that he is capable of going out there and winning a football game. So there, there are definitely some things there. But now, you know, you, you take a look at A.J., and A.J.'s, you know, a top three back. I, I would put him at probably at number two, even though everybody's pretty excited about Gabe and, you know, the the – the excitement that's kind of been there from ruling by staff about, you know, how, how well he is running the mile per hour that he's hitting. Um, I would point out that, you know, er, there's three guys on the team that had a great spring. They all live together. You, you got, you got Harvard, you got Fedoni and you had Irvin. They all live together. And, and, and that is, that is not a coincidence. Those guys, those guys went out there and they had a lot to prove. They benefited for, for it. They, they stuck together. They put their best foot forward um, but with AJ, what you saw, I think, from last season is when when you brought him into the game, he could do different things than Grant. Grant had a kind of an ability, kind of wearing some people down, and you kind of bust one. When you saw AJ come in, something big was going to happen, typically, and it was just one of those things about having kind of that natural ability just to kind of uncork some things and 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 really get those that defense that's kind of sitting there getting grinded down a little bit by seeing somebody that's not as kind of elusive and, and have basically that, that kind of quickness to kind of, you know, start and stop, you know, that that's a big thing. And AJ has that. And that's why, you know, Apple white brings him in there and he does a great thing. And just kind of quickly, I had Hausman on top. I thought he was uh, really showed the best out of all the freshmen, big, tough loss. But I think, I think Allen, I think Allen moved along because, well, if you look back now, guys, at where we were at, you know, last season, there's not a lot there anymore that kind of connects Nebraska with Mickey Joseph, with Applewhite, sadly with, with Bill Bush. That kind of uh, Nebraska history for last season has been kind of erased, for lack of better terms, because, you know, Palmer's gone, Thompson's gone, Allen is gone. You know, you, you, you lost the coldest. Uh, there's, just, there's just been a complete and total kind of uh, – kind of just disconnection now with with that part of that that team that, that kind of started from last January so I think it was just one of those natural things I felt like he was really connected to Applewhite it took a little bit of a leap of faith I think for him to kind of go north and get away from his TCU commitment um and it, it's going to sting Nebraska a little bit I, I have no, I have no doubt about that Brian, we know you're a pro because you took that question out of my out of my notes. I was going to ask if you thought AJ Allen or Casey Thompson was a bigger loss. So now I got to move on and just looking at the transfer portal too. Were the losses that Nebraska had, you know, from the roster, were they expected or were there any surprises of guys that transferred out to you? Um, hmm, surprises. Well, I mean, well, Logan Smothers is staying in now. I don't know if you guys saw that news. It kind of popped up on Twitter here recently where, you know, he was going to test the waters and now he's going to graduate in a month and he's going to be a grad transfer with two years of eligibility remaining. So that's a pretty nice marketable kind of platform to have for him. Um, I don't think it's going to, you know, necessarily lead to something like what Casey had, like with Auburn, you know, calling and going to take an official visit, you know, there, um, but I think that that's going to certainly help it help him and his marketability. It's really going to come down to, you know, how far along are you, you know, when it comes to the, the tear or the shoulder problem that you had and w- when you're going to be ready to start throwing again, or, you know, wh- how quickly are you going to be ready to start turning the page on getting, re- getting ready for the fall, learning a new offense, doing all that good stuff. It's going to be on him this summer to kind of get himself right, you know, to, to get things going this fall. 
Um, so I think I think the Logan, I think it made sense. I think Casey made sense. I think I think people dreaded that AJ would kind of find himself, you know, to the door. Was it one that really surprised me? Um, what about like hmm. Stefan Wynn? Uh, yeah, I I thought that he, I thought that you know from all the indications that I had heard from you know like Sip and Sean and the rest of the guys that go to practice and and the coaching comments, he had a great spring. He had a good spring. I don't think he came in in shape a year ago. I think that that hurt him. Uh, and then I think that he put his uh, again best foot forward, kind of kind of kind of listened to what was happening there with the program, tried to get with it a little bit. Went out there, showed out, had a good spring, put himself in a position to, to you know to have to be a factor on that two deep, and pulls himself. That probably is that probably is the one surprising one out of them all that Wynn decided to go ahead and leave, and that that really does still hurt. I mean, because that's that's still a spot. I think between offensive line and defensive line, I think Nebraska already had their noses in the portal looking for some help. Um, that one, that one definitely, you know, is going to keep you in there looking for some help on the defensive side of the football. Real quick, I I want to I want to I want to touch a little bit longer on this uh, the some other situation. One, and, and it's yeah. a two parter. One, um, where where would you think if 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 he decided to transfer? That's good. He's going to go ahead and complete his uh, <clears throat> his years and, and and become a graduate, but. What would be a good type of university for him and his style of football, Brian? Yeah. I'm trying to be slow about it so it allow your mind to process. If he decides to remain at the quarterback position, or do you think he should switch positions? Well, that's a great question. I, I think the last one is the one that he has to think about in terms of his longevity. And he has to think about it in terms of, uh, where he, you know, where he is getting an option to play, um, may kind of dictate that too. Because I don't, I, I, I think it's really tough as a dual threat guy, almost, you know, uh, more of a run first, throw second kind of guy, to, yeah. uh, to really kind of stay healthy, you know, consistently in the Big Ten and not be dinged up. You know, I think it's, I think it's one of those things. It's like you're never going to be a hundred percent in the Big Ten you're going to have to go ahead and grin and bear. And, um, and it's one of those things, but when labrum tears happen or rotator cuff tears happen, really harder to deal with as a, as a quarterback, um, rather than if you were doing something between like some, some formations, getting a chance to, to do some quarterback stuff, maybe some trick play things, but really finding a spot more in the offense as, as kind of that slash guy where you could do some running back, do some wide receiver and roll back to wildcat. I think that that would probably be more of a fit for him. And I'm not sure where that really leads in the, you know, I, I kind of felt like a UAB or a Stetson or something like that would be probably a really nice fit. And, and, I'm, and I'm not sure really from an offensive front, like if that's, if that's really a good fit more than it is just geographically better off for him to kind of, move closer to home. I, I honestly, with him going to grad school, being where he's at academically, I think I would put my, my sights on trying to find the best graduate program that I can possibly find and get the best education and get that MBA or whatever it is. Uh, and if, and if a pro career happens, then so be it. But I think right now I'm, I think I'm thinking with, you know, with my, my, more of my professional career based on my, my, uh, my, my degrees. 
We're talking with Brian Munson of Husker Online here on the block. Sticking at the quarterback position, Brian, but looking from the current team to some irons in the fire for Nebraska, uh, mm-hmm. They just sent out an offer to a guy that's going to be on the all-name team someday, uh, wherever he ends up in, Furian in Ferreira. What can you tell us about him and some of the other guys that Nebraska's targeting in high school recruiting at quarterback? Yeah, Furian is an interesting cat. I mean, he's a 2027 guy, and, and yeah, I said that correctly. So if you do the math, um, that means an eight, he's an eighth grader. Uh, it's It was pretty wild because as I'm calling him, I'm thinking about, if my son was as talented as this kid and my son's in seventh grade, could I trust him to talk to a person like myself to, to kind of same, <laughs> you know, shamelessly promote himself. And I just didn't know if I had that confidence, but uh, Furian is a, a very mature individual. I mean, he is six foot three, 187 pounds without his shoes on. He is transferring from, uh, from uh, Las Vegas going to modern, uh, modern day, um, so that is some indication about like where you can kind of see this, this whole kind of thing going right now with him. Um, dad, uh, actually is really good friends with Donovan Rayola, really good friends with Dominic. Obviously, Furian knows, uh, both of Dominic's sons. Um, so it, it's, it's a, it's a tight knit family there. I, I think that Nebraska is going to have a, a really nice shot, but this is going to be one of those processes again. So it's like, like buckle up but i'm giving you guys like the three-year advance notice (laughs) of like where this thing is going to take nebraska because it's going to be all over the place and nebraska is going to have a shot you know provided that a lot of things don't happen you know and changes don't happen with the coaching staff obviously because there's some great connections there and i think nebraska's really trying to develop things in the modern day and they were out there today you know for the evaluation period so Fun kid to talk to, just uh, gonna be gonna be really excited to kind of talk to him over the next couple three years. What are you hearing about Nebraska in modern day? How are the Huskers doing? I know EJ Barthel's down there right now. Where does Nebraska yep. stand with those three guys in the next couple classes? Yeah, you know, um, I I met Brandon Baker uh, and I met Aiden. Uh, I didn't meet Frazier because Frazier didn't come back for the spring game. Um, Shockingly, and I know that this is, is tough for Nebraska fans to, to process, but um, Nebraska's in a really, really, really good spot with Brandon Baker. Um, I believe he is looking at this with his eyes wide open. He wants to make the best possible decision for himself. He's playing chess here. He's not playing checkers. He's he's not really worried about the NIL playing a huge role in this for him immediately. He, he knows that when he makes the, 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 this decision, it's needs to be to put him in a position to get developed, to get ready to play at the pro level. And he's, you know, kind of found this great connection with Matt rule and his staff. And obviously Matt rule has got those connections back to the pro level. Um, I think it's one of those things now it's just going to, I think, I think there's going to have to be, and this is just me kind of, kind of speculating there a little bit. I think Nebraska is going to have to kind of come out there and, and, and show out a little bit this fall because he's not a guy that's going to make a decision anytime soon. It's going to be in December. And uh, I think that he's going to want to get out to Nebraska, see the facilities, you know, once they've completed. But I think he wants to see how things kind of begin, you know, with the Matt Rule era at Nebraska. And I think he wants to see if, you know, 
hey, how do they do going out to Baylor? And, you know, how do they do opening up in the Big Ten play on that Thursday night? You know, it's it's there's there's some real tough contests like right out the gate. There's some huge measuring sticks to kind of figure out where Nebraska's at. And, you know, then you can kind of take that and kind of move it forward and see how good Nebraska is progressing and how, how much better they are becoming as the season kind of goes along. And, and I think a lot of these things like with Thompson and, and Hausman and, uh, and Allen, obviously, today, I, I think people have to kind of understand here, too. It's like Matt Rule is, number one, he can't keep guys in Lincoln that don't want to be there. But number two, I think I think people have to understand that, that he's trying to get down to, you know, who the best fits are, best fit is for his team and his roster and kind of keep the things going. And there's a real difficulty to kind of always – to, to do that with guys that were recruited underneath the previous staff. So I think that there's always a kind of lack of connection. I think some recruits are going to have to kind of pay attention to that, that they weren't able to retain some of these guys just because they didn't have anything kind of keeping there from keeping them there from a, like a roster perspective. Uh, the two other guys then at, at modern day uh, to finish up here, Brian, Nathaniel Frazier and Aiden Breland. W- where are the Huskers yeah. at with those guys? So Frazier is going to get back. Um, I think track was kind of getting in the way for him, you know, when it comes to when it comes to the spring game. Um, that's now the number one rated running back in the nation uh, mm-hmm. out there to go along with the number one rated offensive tackle. And I would challenge everyone to go ahead and go into the into huddle, look up Aiden Breland's film, and then go out there and find you know another defensive tackle or defensive lineman that you feel like is better than that guy. Because that dude is special. Um, really got a kick out of, out, of, out of listening to him. I think Nebraska has a chance to, to potentially host all three for an official visit. And that would be huge. I think I feel really good about two, but I think the potential is there for three. Brian Munson of Husker Online with us here, as he is every Monday at 325, 330 or so. Brian, appreciate all the insight as always. Have a great rest of your week, man. Yep. Be good, guys. We'll see you. Strick, he always tells us to be good, and we can never promise that. Plain and simple. I mean, that's Brian Munson. That's that's why we got him on the show. I mean, he he's really able to dig into it and get into depth as, as, as far as what he's seeing, what he's hearing. He's got his ear and his pulse, pulse, uh, the pulse of the program as well. So you've got to love it. We're grateful that we're able to have him join us on the block. Absolutely. Also grateful to have Jay Foreman. He's in the building for the crossover. We'll see who's with him. We'll get to the old school crew next.